Trinity Continuum Aeon Lunar Rocks is a production of Simulacra Studios. You can catch the show live on alternate Thursdays on our Twitch channel, Simulacra TV. If you'd like to support the show, you can join our Patreon at patreon.com slash Studios. Hello, and welcome to Simulacra Studios Presents Aeon, Trinity Continuum Aeon, Luna Rocks. Uh, I am your story guide, Scott, uh, and we're going to go ahead and bring on our lovely players. Hello, players. Hello. Hi. Hi. As you can tell by the red X's on the screen, we are down two players, unfortunately. One was planned, one was not, uh, but we'll roll with it. Uh, long and the short of it, that means we're going to have a slightly shorter session. Don't know exactly how long. But let's go ahead and introduce our fellow players and the pl characters that they are playing. Let's start with Frankie. Who are you and what's up? Hi, um, I play Frankie. You can call me Diane. Uh, Frankie is a gangster princess rock star. Fantastic. Let's let's throw it all on the stack. And <laughs> then Murphy. Hi there. Hey, hey, I'm I'm Murphy. I'm playing a character uh, named Hannah. We are uh, kind of the opposite of Frankie, though. Uh, pretty good friends. Um, just recently discovered we have some psychic powers and are very upset about that. Oh, no. Uh, all right. So when last we left these young, rambunctious heroes in a sci-fi world, uh, they had just attended a fairly monumentous Muzzian Bang show in the, dock, the docking zone of Olympus on the moon. Uh, there was some meet and greets, some tussles with some fascists, uh, and Hannah awoken to her psychic powers. Uh, a lot of questions hanging in the air. Uh, there was a rush to get out of the area, to get into the public transit system, uh, in which your friend and companion, uh, Mycelian, got separated and went on to a different train than the two of you. Um, uh, Narwhal got onto the train with you, but quickly got a message from one of his shady contacts that he kind of was a little uh, circumspect about who exactly he was talking to, but got off at a stop before the two of you. So he is out in the world, and you are not quite certain where either of them are. Uh, you can probably maintain a connection through the opnet, but we'll, uh, we'll sort that out as we sort it out. So, uh, where are the two of you headed? Um, I'm assuming you guys both have your own separate uh, separate living conditions, uh, do you guys have like a shared crash pad or how, where, where do you live on the moon in these lower sections of the, the Olympus city? I mean, I'm totally fine with a, a, a roommate situation if you want. I imagine you yeah. probably have a palatial place to go back to anytime you want. So, uh, yeah, when I like, I'm on the outs with my dad right now. So having a you crash, you're crashing with me. Like, yeah. 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 <laughs> okay, so the two of you are, so uh, Frankie is currently crashing uh, with Hannah. So what does this look like? I mean, there, there's different, op there's a lot of different options. You know, there are kind of um, uh, apartment complexes that are kind of closer to the surface uh, of the moon, uh, some of which extend above the surface of the moon, kind of in the downside area. The lower you get, the more 
spread out and weirdly constructed they are because in the early days of lunar con- lunar colonization, the prime territory was below the surface of the moon uh, because it kept out radiation and uh, micrometeor and meteor impacts. Uh, but when radiation shielding technology improved, uh, all the rich people moved up and all the poor people had to kind of subdivide the various like uh, subdivisions and mansions that existed below the surface. I probably gravitated to a weird rundown tenement, but like a weirdly constructed space because, mm-hmm. uh, you know. Mm-hmm. So it's, yeah, uh, so it's kind of a, old so and weird, and I can make it my own. Cool. Yeah. So it's it's half of a squatter, half of a re 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 uh, reprovisioned tenement zone. Um, uh, and, uh, are there other people around you? Like, is this part of a like a community, or have you um, found a place that's kind of off by its own? I think I would probably be next to like a performance art or installation art space. And Mm -hmm. I'm in one of the weird kind of storeroom places that was just partitioned off to be rented out. Mm -hmm. Uh, So there's probably like a few neighbors, but nothing. It's probably pretty quiet here. And um, that's kind of what I imagine someplace, uh, almost warehouse districty. Okay. So, okay. So warehouse district. So there are people around, but it's not like, it's not a, 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 a I don't know my neighbors. Yeah. Gotcha. Cool. I love it. All right. I, so, I imagine my place is probably kind of junky, but uh, because Frankie's here, it's getting a little glammed up over time. Slowly accreting decorations and, and, <laughs> oh, and yeah. comforts. Frankie is definitely, you come back and be like, she's replaced all your lights with like twinkle lights. And you're just like, where did you put the light bulbs? And like, I just, I don't know. I just, I put them over there. You hot my light now. bulbs. I need overhead light to read. <laughs> oh, no. Uh, just you know stuff like that she also probably you know you came back one day and your nice wall that you had set up perfectly and like mm-hmm. repainted it you were going to do something with it is like plastered haphazardly with band posters everywhere and like different art pieces where she's just shellacked art to the wall i mean it does look better but come on man <laughs> <laughs> okay so this is where we return to in the wee hours of the the late night, early morning, although those terms mean different things on the moon, it's really more about like, uh, I mean, there is a, a night and a day here, uh, but it's it, it's weird because the time clock is still roughly associated with the Earth time, and it's liminal. Every it's it's usually very liminal. The time doesn't exactly sync up perfectly to what we consider night and day here. Um, so yeah, so you guys, the, the, the sliding door, automatic sliding door slides open and the two of you stumble in, uh, to the room. Yeah, so, uh, ah, fuck it, I'll go, I'll steal one of your, one of your drinks, one of your beers. It's fair. I'd probably drink too if I were you. You drink if you're you. I mean, that's also fair, but I mean, look, that's some heavy shit you got in there. I guess. I mean, all right, you seem to have more of an opinion about what's happening, so feel free Other to clue me it's in. utterly fucking cool. So, I mean, like, it. Okay. She kind of like leans in and she like puts her hands together. So it's totally fucking cool. I've only heard rumors, right? That people 
actually can like spontaneously be psyads. Like it's, it's a rumor. No one's ever seen it before. People have been like trying to figure out if it's true or not because we all think it's like being controlled by like, you know, big corpse and shit like that that are like trying to make psyads. So having someone naturally be born that, I mean, all right, that's so you're huge. Saying, so you don't think I was somehow abducted and experimented upon at some point? No. Don't take this the wrong way, Hannah, but you're too boring for that. I, I won't take that the wrong way, and I hope you're right. No, I just think you're super fucking rad and have a fucking gift, and I'm super fucking jealous. <laughs> Scott, would I ever have heard of Psyads at all as a thing? You would definitely have heard of Scions. Um, yes, of course. Scions just... are, are very public. Um, yeah. Scions, as as um, go ahead. Let's see. Give me a humanities role. I imagine this would probably be intellect humanities. Sure. Yeah, that, that works. Generally, I'm going to ask for the skill, uh, and right. you can. It, it, there probably will be an attribute that makes sense, but you can always try and pitch me on something else. Uh, no successes. <laughs> no successes. Yeah, no. The term psyad, like I will say for both of you, psyad is not a term that is known or used. Oh, like when okay. the, the term for psy user is scion. Okay. Um, then like she psyad, would say scion. There are people who know the term scion, psyad, but they're not you, and they're not the people at large. Uh, and you you may or may not have any ability to contact them. But just yeah, uh, the, the term that you know, uh, Frankie, from your group, is the term that they've been using, for lack of a better term, is natural psionics. Natural psionics. Okay. I will uh, quickly ask, uh, internally ask my agent to look that up. <laughs> okay. Um, uh, it says, all right, we'll, uh, I'll do some collation and I'll get back to you within a few minutes. Take your time, babe. Wink. Uh, and <laughs> it fizzles out. Um, so, yeah, that's what you know. Well, you seem to have a lot of an opinion on this kind of thing. Is this uh, is this like some conspiracy bullshit or what? Like, so people talk story, about this. Oh yeah, people talk about this shit. Yeah, like okay, so like crazy people. Am I crazy? Don't answer that. Uh, your don't, agent don't pops back up and uh, says. <laughs> Uh, the highest percentage of hits on the term natural psionics come in association with a criminal organization known as the Witnesses of Tenrika K. Uh, they are a hacktivist uh, and um, information uh, terrorist organization condemned by the UN and the Psy Orders for uh, leaking classified and controversial and damaging information. Um, and they believe that the Psy Orders and the UN and the Aeon Trinity are hiding natural psionics from the greater greater, uh, greater population. Yeah, you, you see me kind of zone. I, I imagine this is all... You yeah, know, you, you can normal. have it fed into yeah. like, an, like an earpiece yeah. or something like that. Exactly. So you kind of see me zone, zone out for a second and, you know, I'm talking with, the, with my agent, but uh, like... Now, Frankie, I, I know you get into some. I know, I know you by nature of your birth, you're you're kind of in some criminal organizations. But are you in another Rude. one you haven't told me about yet? 
Why do you ask? Well, it seems like a, a, a quick, uh, quick cursory perusal of the opnet about uh, natural psionics is uh, that seems to be the kind of people who are interested in that kind of thing. You want? <coughs> no, I want you to help me figure out what the hell this is and how bad it is. Then fuck yeah, I'm into that shit. Like read about it into it or like know people and go to meetings and stuff we don't have pass cards if that was what you're asking but yeah i got some contacts well i can pull on my contacts and see if i can get a bit more information i haven't been able to really you know get my hands on anything concrete yet but it's been passed around for a while in our circle. We've been trying to figure it out because we just, the idea had to come from somewhere, right? Psionics and all that jazz. Uh, yeah, I guess. I mean, people didn't just come up with it on their own. Uh, so while you're having this conversation, Frankie, you're, uh, your uh, your bio comp, well, your mini comp, uh, starts to vibrate and uh, tinkle and have a little flash uh, uh, of a message coming in. She'll glance at it. Um, you glance at it and you see like the the pop up that says uh, uh, it basically says like encrypted message, please please enter in credentials, uh, and from what you know of, this means that you are getting a message from your contacts. She kind of like looks at her phone and she looks over. She goes, "Well, speak of the devil and he shall appear." And she just starts entering in her contacts, her uh, credentials. Yeah, you you put in a bio, a couple biometrics, enter in a password, uh, and you receive a message from uh, from Tamrika K. Uh, and I have sent that message to you, uh, and I will let you react to that message. And if you want to know what the content of that message is, listeners, then you should sign up for patreon.com slash Similacra Studios, because I'll be posting it there. All right. Yeah. As I pull it back up and reread what I read earlier. Uh, <laughs> but um, while she's reading that, Hannah, if you would give me a, um, give me a sigh plus your highest mode. Uh, one success. One success. You. I was you actually feel yeah, I was about to say something kind of swimming around you, like there is a a note in the air or a a a smell that wasn't there before. Like it's something is like sort of like synesthesia dancing across your senses, uh, and it's like when it's a note, it's like a high violin note. When it's a smell, it's a it's a cloyingly sweet smell. Uh, when it's a sensation, it's it's a, a sensation of pressure um, that just sort of washes across this new sense that you have. I'm going to try uh, using my um, sorry, but my uh, my clairsentient. So I think I had the psychocognition one mm -hmm. um, to uh, understand. 
how I should feel about this particular input on this sense. Is this a scary thing? Is this a pleasant sense? Um, like, uh, or at least I'll, I'll combine my in alertness with my own intuition. I, I will roll that in. It is. This is. You you definitely think that this is, if anything, you're receiving some sort of warning. Something is urging caution. Uh, you're not exactly sure what or what it means. It doesn't feel, whatever it is, it doesn't feel like the urgent caution of someone's about to shoot you. But it does seem like there's something wrong going on. There's something in the air. There's a danger. There's a trap you're about to step into or something is about to negatively affect you in some way. I'm, I'm just watching Frankie intently as she uh, takes takes this message then because that's the only new thing that's happened. Um, so the names on... So would my character know some of the names that are mentioned in this communique? You absolutely would know some of the names. You would know the name of uh, General Larson. Uh, she is the, the leader of the uh, Psychokinesis Order, uh, the Legion, which is a branch of the, Uni the United Nations military. Mm -hmm. um, the other name that's mentioned in that, uh, you would have to, if you want to make a humanities role on that, you may see if you're, you're familiar with it. Sure. Or culture. Humanities or culture. Oh, oh boy. Oh, boy. All right. Culture. Because I don't have humanities. Mm -hmm. uh, sure. Um, I guess I'm going to be doing, um, I'll do intellect. Sure. Not my best role, but it's a role. Uh, and it's eights are up. Eights are up, yeah. Sadly, right, you are not a Nova. Mm -hmm. I am not. I am no Nova. Uh, just one. Just one success. Uh, you recognize it in that it is a name that you've heard on the news from time to time, but you could you can't place uh, exactly where they are. You definitely think that they're uh, given the context of the message. You think that yeah, you think you've heard that name in relation to the Aeon Trinity. Uh, but you you couldn't tell who, but you definitely re re recognize the name of Slovig Larson. Gotcha. Hmm. She's kind of looks at her her phone for a minute, and she's kind of like, hmm, interesting. Yeah. I'll go. So what to say? Well. Basically, that uh, that there's some mentioning of some proxy benefactors. So, uh, but the thing is, is that you know the people who created the Promethean chambers or Prometheus chambers or whatever they're called chambers. Mm -hmm. Yeah. See, they've never even talked about benefactors before. So apparently. Something happened here on Luna, but we have no idea as to what. Huh. Well, I don't know what to do with that. Um, or what to do now, really. 
I mean, I'd poke you, but you'd probably poke me back. I will say that it is, in fact, it is very much getting very late. Uh, you guys are probably feeling the the feeling the sort of the wave of exhaustion uh, from not only a day but a, a very intense uh, concert and personal experience. Uh, and you know, it, it is beginning to be morning, uh, so the sounds of of you know people around you, uh, the the machinery of uh, warehouses and other things coming on is letting you know it's very very late for the two of you. Well, it's, it should be nap time, I suppose. Are we snuggling? Do you want to snuggle? Yeah, I do. She'll come over. And she's like, uh, Frankie has like these obnoxious, like white and pink, like bunny rabbit, like pajamas that like, like a onesie and it has like CDs on it. And she like definitely like comes over and just like snuggles up to you. Like, she doesn't care if she's the big spoon, the little spoon, or just someone literally clinging to your back. <laughs> but she snuggles. All right. I will, uh, yep. I'll take some anti-anxiety medication and pass out immediately in, in my clothes. Absolutely. Um, yeah, the, uh, the the meds work as I always do. They're very good meds. They're, they're super sci-fi meds. Um, I just want them to put me asleep, not keep me asleep. Uh, yeah. I mean, you. In case something scary happens. Uh, like you, you, you know, your thought goes by. You, you take these meds, which are you know provided provided to you by by the Luna government. Uh, you know, there is universal health care, and you kind of you you take them and you think about like, yeah, you you do know that you could probably go to a clinic, uh, and like get in line. You might very well be uh, like waiting for uh, an appointment with a Vitakinetic to actually like cure your mental illness, your 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 anxiety issues. But you know they are those are those are very rare people who can do that. Uh, but for the time being, you get these meds provided to you, and they're very effective. Uh, but yeah, so you guys basically turn you turn down the environmentals. You you know, you know put the the noise blocking uh, uh, features of this particular apartment on, so the outside world kind of fades away. Lights go down. I move so Frankie's between me and the door. <laughs> yeah. Uh, oh yeah, Frankie's super protective. Uh, and you guys get some sleep, uh, and then then probably late morning, early afternoon, the two of you wake up. Uh, and what's on the agenda for today? Well, Feel, you're, feel, you're feeling a lot more refreshed, a lot better. Uh, you know, it, it's it seems to be you know a new day, uh, and a night of sleep has done you both very good. I'll probably like be making us some food by the time you you get out of bed. Uh, yeah. yeah, Frankie's Frankie's not a morning person. <laughs> so she getting kind of like sits up. Yeah, getting food is an interesting proposition because there's a couple of ways that you can do about do this in uh, in modern day. Um, you know, a lot of things like one of the biggest features of any modern home is uh, a maker uh, or a, a 3D, basically a very advanced 3D printer. Uh, and, you know, part of, part of living on Luna is, you know, every week or so you can go and get your, uh, get your, your slab of, uh, of, of vegetable protein, of vegetable matter, uh, animal protein, like they're in these big, like biomembrane slabs <laughs> that you feed into the maker and then they can like print you up either, uh, like a fully, a fully combined meal or it can print you up ingredients 
Or you can, like, go to the hydroponic garden and get, like, actual cucumbers and carrots and whatnot. Um, there's not really livestock on the moon. Um, uh, there is some, but it's nowhere near where you are now because that is a huge use of water and uh, resources and, and land to actually have living animals mm-hmm. uh, that slaughtered. But for, for now, you can get, like, basically lab-grown slabs of protein and other nutrient materials that can get recombined in your maker, or you can actually cook something up. So what is what is Hannah making? How is she going about I making breakfast? I have the maker make me some things, some some ingredients for making vegan omelets. Cool. Uh, and it absolutely like, does. No, I know you could just make me the omelet, but mm-hmm. I feel like cooking. Yeah, you uh, you basically get it to, to, to portion out uh, you know, uh, you know, some some soy protein that's reconfigured into an egg, into an egg-like thing, uh, and you know, it it's all almost real, but not quite, uh, but good enough for baseball. I uh, probably don't know the difference. Yeah, probably you don't. You probably you know. It's probably very rare that you've had a real egg or a real uh, anything like that. Vegetables, yes, you've had real vegetables because there are hydroponics and community gardens. Um, yeah, I actually probably do have some vegetables from a community garden. I imagine that's probably a thing I do in my spare time. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, actual like animal protein that was was once living, pretty rare here. <laughs> um, so yeah, what about for so Frankie's just kind of flumping in the morning? <laughs> there you <yeah>. go. <laughs> yeah, if you like, because as you like get off the the, the poop or whatever we're sleeping on, I'll just hand you a plate. Yeah. <laughs> And like the poof, how like, do you eat this early in the morning? I've been up for like three hours. So anyway, now that it's a little less scary, I want to help me figure out what this stuff does. What what this does? Sure. Well, how do we do that? All right. So uh, you do have, uh, although, so the good thing about psionics, uh, particularly like the more mental stuff, uh, is that it's very intuitive. Uh, you, you don't have to struggle too hard to figure out, uh, what it is that you can do or how you can do it. Uh, so, um, uh, you have your, your various modes and your various aptitudes. So what power would you like to try and use? Um, I probably, because I like to garden, I probably, I'm probably going to, uh, I don't think any of the Vitaconnects if I have specifically, like, good for that but i'm going to try to like mess with a plant i have with um oh, that's weird words okay uh the, the, the fixing thing the, oh, so the, you're uh, gonna try encouraging use, things to heal one you're gonna try to use vitakinesis on a plant interesting yeah i picked a pepper off of the one in my pot and i'm going to try to encourage it to heal from where i picked it okay cool all right i'll use uh latrosis okay you're gonna use latrosis that's cool let me look up that and what dot level do you have in that uh two Two. Okay, interesting. Let's see what we can do with that. So you have accelerate. Okay, interesting. Yep. Um, so I can't make it like automatically fix it, grow yeah, a new pepper. Can. But um, yeah, uh, go ahead and, yeah, you go ahead and re, uh, roll your psi plus, uh, your, uh, iatrosis mode dots. There's two successes. Uh, okay. Um, yeah, so 
you pick it up and you're looking at it uh, and you're sort of focusing it on your um, with with this inherent sense that you have and the Carillion eye, although you may, may or may not know the term for it, your sort of sense of health and well-being. And it doesn't grow back, but you see sort of the natural uh, forces of like decay and entropy that are already starting from you having picked the pepper uh, just sort of slow down. And the 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 this the waning life force in it seems to cling a little bit harder to the pepper than it normally does. It's very hard to like have an appreciable sense. You more understand it on an intuitive level that you've you've put decay off for a few uh, few moments more on this particular pepper. I think about that for a sec. You see me considering my pepper. Hey Frankie, you feeling a little hungover? I mean. Not really. I'm just tired. Why? Can I try something? What do you want to try? You gonna read my mind or something? I don't think I want to do that. Um, I got enough to worry about as it is. Can you no. bend spoons? Uh, I will try to bend a spoon and fail at it. Yeah, don't do. Nope, don't think I got that one. But I helped my plant feel better from where I heard it. Like, feel better? Wait, can you, like, heal people? I mean, maybe? Oh, that's so cool. Frankie immediately walks over and grabs a knife from your kitchen and literally cuts her palm. Whoa, 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 whoa! <laughs> I'm like, no! Oh, all right, all right. I'll... So do it! Do it! I mean, it's fine. It's just a bit of blood. It's cool. We've had worse on each other. Yeah. So you definitely like looking at the injury and like your your sense of of life and injury and harm and and well being just sort of flares up. Like you 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 see the the sparking of of pain and injury and blood just sort of well up and flare around Frankie. And you sort of you know instinctively like you can do something about that. Like you, you don't really have a grasp on what it is, but you you feel inside of you something something that is connected to health and well-being and on the inverse injury and malady to sort of reach out and and want to do something about it i'll uh, try to activate the relief power okay um you can definitely do that you can also attempt to push your power uh yeah. to use the actual mending uh mode dot uh what yes. that means is basically you can try and use uh powers above what you've bought uh, mm -hmm. It is an additional difficulty, and it costs an additional sigh. Uh, so it is it is one sigh and one difficulty for every level of difference between the level that you have and the power you're trying to use. Uh, I think it's just one extra level for yeah. me, actually. The mending is three, so mm -hmm. yeah. But is it still the same dice roll? Yeah, it is still the same dice roll. That is two successes. Two successes. So yeah, I mean, it's a very small cut. So you just sort of reach out and that instinct to, to heal and to, uh, you know, make pain and injury go away, like, it happens. It's like you feel it, there's an effort to it. There's a, a gap between desire and intention and capability. But through will and focus, you overcome that gap and energy flows from you into Frankie over her hand and the wound seals up as though it was never there. The only evidence is a little bit of blood on her hand. 
All See? right. Well, that seems handy. Dude. Dude. Dude, indeed. It's so cool. I'm so jealous. Why didn't I get cool powers? If you can figure out how to extract them, you're welcome to them, but... You're not excited? No, I'm very excited. That's very cool, and I'm very happy to be able to do that. I'm just uh, a little, a little on, my, on my back foot here as far as trying to figure out... Uh, is there anything I'm supposed to do about this besides continue what we're up to? Clearly not go to any of the big side places. Well, yeah. Like, they will, they will try me. to shut you down. And, and that. Black bag you. So, if you want, I can reach out to some of my contacts in that organization I might be affiliated with. Um, if you want, I can reach out to them. They might be able to help you a little bit more. I do. Well, um, I'm going to try once again to uh, have a, a think about that with uh, with this um psychocognition. Okay. I'm not sure exactly how that works as far as determining danger. Just that. So you 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 focus on you focus on that sense of like time and and possibilities and once again it's it's intuitive you know that this power can do that that it can reach into the future but you feel like the gap between where you are now in terms of your grasp of of this ability and and how advanced that particular uh, ability is is pretty wide um let me just double check. Because what, what's your what's your uh, dot rating in? Um, oh, it's one. I it's have one. alertness. Okay, you yeah, have psychocognition yeah. alertness. Like yeah. you definitely have like a general sense of like if you wanted to get it, that. That's a very here and now kind of power. Right. Uh, gotcha. That is a power that that helps you when when things are happening. Um, it doesn't do much for the near future. Uh, give me a, uh, give me a humanities role. Okay. Use a uh, cunning this time. Sure. Sweet. Uh, if you want to use your bio comp, if you want to use your, your mini comp, uh, you can use its enhancement rating. If you want to like, because this is like looking yes. stuff up and, and and that sort of thing. So you can use that to give you enhancement on the roll. Yeah. Let me. Oh, come on, character sheet. think it was one so that will give me uh five successes total including the one enhancement nice okay so five successes so yeah you think you focus on yourself you start you do a quick uh, search with your agent and, and on the op net and it is kind of it, it is sort of the obvious answer uh is that the best place to find out how to use these powers and how to focus them is the Psy Orders, particularly the ISRA, the Interplanetary School for Research and Advancement. <laughs> um, now, uh, I will say that besides perhaps the, the Esculpians, the Vidicanidis disorder, the ISRA has one of the most stellar reputations <laughs> for a positive force in the universe. Like, these are, like, 
the the these these are the good the goodest of good guys. They help mm-hmm. in so many different ways. Um and, and like they are known to be just like these totally welcoming, uh helpful, uh and you know, if you're struggling to to do to find your place in the universe, they can literally just look that up and help you and guide you to it, kind of thing. Um but you also you dig a little deeper into their public uh information uh and you find um about a practice called Dakir, uh, which is apparently some sort of clairsentient technique that, you know, uh, they use to use their clairsentient in, in a more general way to do the sort of things that you want to do um, to sort of focus and, and seek through uh, the, the, the tides of noetic destiny to, to filter out information. Um, and you know, there's a class on it that they offer for because it's they're like even though this is most useful for scions, neutrals can benefit from from these meditations and and cognitive processes uh, in many ways. So you could just go to a class that the ISRA offers, but that's going to an ISRA chapter house and talking with people, and who knows what they'll be able to tell about you. I do remember that the uh, that the that the scions we met the night before didn't seem to notice what I was. Wait. Well. Wait. What? Were you the disturbance? Maybe. That would make a lot of sense, I guess. I didn't mean to be. Of course, no one means to be. A, well, I mean to be a disturbance, <laughs> but like I'm just saying. Of course, you didn't mean to be. Like, this just happened last night, though. It, the timeline lines up. The disturbance so that, they, cool. that they saw in the bar or whatever it is you saw, whatever it was you got a message about. Oh, no, no, no. The, the message thing yeah. is talking about, like, benefactors and Benefactor proxies tribes. and, like, what really happened to make these proxies and all that jazz. Proxies, I assume, are what now? Uh, proxies are the leaders of the Psy Orders. Uh, they are incredibly powerful scions who um, uh, uh, who a lot of them create, like, according to the public uh, knowledge, uh, they created the Prometheus tanks and started the process of, of triggering people into the Psy Orders and creating scions, for lack of a better term. Uh, and they are the most prominent, powerful, and influential scions in human space. Huh. Okay, then. Well, I'm going to relook at that message. Yeah, I guess uh, I could probably go to the local uh, IRSA chapter and take a class, but um, I'm not sure how much I want to risk somebody noticing me. So, yeah, maybe your, maybe some of your contacts would be the best way to go. Um, Hannah, give me an integrity roll. Yeah. Liking. That is four successes. So you think back to last night about like the the time, the moment when it happened, 
when everything changed and these these new senses opened up and you you felt that that weird sense around the biotech and the scions and the, the everything going on uh, and you recall that something happened instinctually for you uh, in a response to this like feeling of anxiety and ease you did something subconsciously you sort of step back into yourself for a moment and re-examine that and you realize that that's a, that's a thing you can do that is one of the, the sort of the, the very low level capabilities and you with those four successes you understand the basics of your cyclic power yeah so yeah i think i can make myself go unnoticed even by other people with this kind of power with this kind of ability so um oh i think i might see about signing up for some uh community college classes and this kind of thing though your contacts, how uh, how much are they likely to get a little grabby about this this thing? So you said they've been wanting to find it or find out people like me. Honestly, I don't know. I mean, just to be frank with you, I mean, you're literally talking about something that they've been whispering about since I've known them and well, known of them but what i will say though is they're not going to want to hurt you they're not going to want to shut you up they're going to want to show you off the school it is then <laughs> i don't want to be shown off i mean i get that and all are you going to go by yourself no you can come with it's it's all for the neutrals we'll just say we're curious I want you to come with me, because in case we have to leave in a hurry. And also, I don't want to go by myself. Please come with me, friend. Uh, yeah, you look up on the, the sort of the, the, the public information. Uh, there is a uh, – there are a couple of chapter houses in uh, Olympus. Uh, you know that the, the uh, Luna is the, the sort of the home base of the ISRA. Like, this is – there are more ISRA here and in general, like in more ISRA presence on the moon than, than there is anywhere else. This is their headquarters. So, you know, that there's like, so they, there's rumors of like their, their secret bases somewhere on the moon. <laughs> but they also have like very public and open chapter houses. Uh, um, there's a big one in Olympus proper, like uh, uh, up in Upside. Uh, but there are smaller ones uh, in sort of more far flung moon. So probably... Probably the closest one would be the one in, in Upside, um, but you can very easily get there through public transportation. You look up and you see that the the next like open class for this sort of thing is um, uh, tonight, uh, this evening. Uh, there's like a big public. They basically have like a public, uh, publicly provided dinner, uh, and then there are a number of classes that that lead from. And one of them is this decure technique. Uh, Sounds like a great way to get someone's contact information and keep tabs on them. We'll give them fake information. Fine. I want you to know you're making me go to college. I'm making you go to like a free thing at college where you can fill your pockets up with their better food than what I can make. We can get drunk I like your food. Yeah, me too. No, that's going to defeat the whole purpose of you trying to learn a technique from them. 
I'll be sober. Just maybe there's some hot guys there or girls. Co-eds. <laughs> now, now, when I say school, it's less of like a college and more like a religious organization. Yeah. Uh, it's it's uh, not. It it's, sounded like you were describing campus campus Christian fellowship. It kind a little bit, yeah. Yeah, nah. Well, unless you got some better suggestions. Uh, okay, but if I, I, uh, gross, fine. Well, just be really off-putting. I'm I think old. you can do that. I know it's hard. No, come on, you can do better. Show me your off-putting face. Yeah, yeah, there you go. Fine. But I want to know, I want you to know that I'm doing this only because you're my bestie. I was exploiting that. Yes. Thank you. <laughs> I give you a hug. <laughs> she hugs her back. Well, I want you to also know that's why I haven't said anything yet. Because honestly, I want you to know if I were to say anything about you right now to my peeps, that would get me so much cred and go up so quick in that organization. But I love you, girl, so I'm not going to. But I want I, you to know that I want to, but I'm not. I appreciate that. Tell you what, we'll uh, we'll figure it. We'll, we'll go to this thing tonight and see how it goes. And if I can figure out uh, how much I need to. I'll take it under consideration to meet with meet with your, uh, your peeps, as you put it. I appreciate that. But I also want you to know I'm not pressuring you. <laughs> Understood. Like, you're one of my group, you know. I look out for my peeps. I pat you awkwardly on the shoulder. <laughs> she gives you a big over-the-top kiss on the cheek. <laughs> well, we got some time. We could either go uh, check out the Golden Nugget Inn, but I kind of would like to go with all of us, or uh, go shopping. Yeah, I'm pretty broke. So maybe not shopping so much as let's go scope out the place so we at least have a backup plan and an escape route if things go tits up at the college. See, that's why I need you with me. This kind of logistical thinking as I'm grabbing my keys and walking toward the door. Uh, okay, yeah, you uh, you get your, your your keys and your your passcode. Like a lot of a lot of stuff that we consider like wallet keys, phone sure. thing. A lot of it is through your mini comp. Yeah, uh, like it is. It is truly that thing that we all really want is that one device that, of course, uh, we can then lose and then not get, be able to get in our house. Uh, <laughs> kind of Mine's embedded in me. Thank you. Indeed. Uh, but yeah, uh, so a lot, a lot great. of that is is filtered through the mini comp. Uh, but yeah, I grab so... my glasses and walk to or my hat and walk toward the door. Indeed, glasses. Another thing that you could get fixed. Um, no, uh, like, Frankie. Like, oh, that's just me. Yeah. Specifically, is in one of her more outlandish outfits, uh, mostly because she wants to now, and she wants to be the center of attention because it takes attention off Hannah. Ah. Uh, so she is prepping to basically be the look at me, look at me while Hannah gets away, ah. um, <laughs> if need be. So she is definitely in like red plaid mini skirt. Like, the traditional goth-like platform shoes, you know, very revealing outfit that she can totally rock. She does have striking looks, so. Gotcha. Um, yeah. Uh, so, as you're, like, getting ready, you're putting your glasses on, like, getting things, thinking about this stuff. Uh, Hannah, you actually, you feel that feeling uh, of, of, 
of potential inside of you and like like specifically when you put on the glasses and like you feel forces moving inside of you that and you realize oh i could just fix myself like it's not quite there like you don't feel like like again that gap between mm-hmm. potential and capability is there but you sense that that is a capability you can no, adjust your eye readjust your eyes you can screw with your brain chemistry you can it, it, the, the the potential of what you can do is a sort of this rolling awareness in your in the back of your mind You see me kind of like looking thoughtful and hmm, but I don't, I don't like say that out loud yet. But um, and with the caveat of then of then oh, and I can also do that to others. Uh, but yeah, so you guys head to the Silver Nugget, the 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 place on the flyer that you got last night. No, is that no? We were going to go scope out the actual uh, place for the. Uh, the meeting. Yeah, so the meeting will okay. Be. Oh, so you were going to okay. So you're you're see going see what the place looks like and the people around there look. Okay, like, so you're so going to the ISRA chapter house. Yep. Yeah. Okay, I thought I thought I heard, I, thought I heard you guys talking about the the bank. I, I mentioned there's a possibility. Right. So. Okay. Yeah. No, you can totally go. Uh, you basically guys head to the um the public transit uh, area. You wait for the car. Maglev train shows up, uh, and you know it, it's it's all very like algorithmically like SI oriented of like. Um, you know, you basically enter in where you want to go and like the, the, the car like filters people. It, it basically directs you. Once you get into the car, it says you get like a notification on your mini comp that says like, please proceed to this car. Uh, and, and it will split off in the next five minutes to, to redirect you to the trout. So like it's, it's a train of cars, but they're constantly like separating and redirecting themselves so that it efficiently, uh, sorts people to where they're going. So have you ever thought about doing a double date? I mean, I could find you someone. I already got someone, but uh, I don't know. What do you want to do? You seem to do fine without me along. Have you been hiding someone from me and just not telling me? No. no. Uh, yes? You know, I mean, I got, no, I mean, I'm always with my agent. I don't really... Oh, romance is more your department. Are you romantic with your agent? I mean, uh, no judgment if you are. I just want to know. Uh, mm, more like conjoined twins, I guess. Well, not, then not why not go on a double not, date? Yeah, all right. Find me someone low-key, I guess. But not too low-key. I don't want to be totally boring. Girl, you're not I like brown eyes. You like brown eyes. Okay. I will keep an eye out. (laughs) You You know, know, in previous conversations, Hannah's like, (laughs) clearly, I've had sex, totally. (laughs) I just... Very clueless about human relationships of that nature. So I totally know some people that work for my dad that are totally cool. Oh, I love the idea of a boyfriend who always gives me stolen stuff. I mean, you never have to worry about where it came from, right? I would think I'd always have to worry about it, but I guess that would mean they wouldn't mean they weren't spending money on me, and that's kind of free. And 
just saying. I'll I'll put my feelers out and see. I mean, I did miss my like date opportunity last night, so. Well, I'm sorry I put a hamper in your plans with my startling personal revelations. Look, I'm not complaining at you about You just that. did. No, I'm not complaining about us having to go through this because it's totally way more fascinating. I'm just saying that, like, normally I'm used to certain attention and I didn't get my attention last night. So I'll get it today. Maybe I can I'll crack one of our little choir boys. So the train uh, breaches the surface of the moon uh, and it starts to sort of uh, curve around uh, and you are, uh, you see the the glistening uh, upside version of Olympus, many domes and spires all threaded together with these tubular maglev um, trains, uh, train systems. Uh, and you can sort of bend just spiral around to the outskirts of the upside district. Uh, and eventually the system routes you to the uh, area where the one of the main ISRA chapter houses are. Um, it is essentially, it is under its own specific dome. Uh, so it is not directly connected to uh, like the mezzanine or anything, uh, but it's very easy to get to. It's very open. Uh, and it is a small domed area, a lot of open like garden areas, like hydroponic garden areas um, with lots of like uh, walking paths. Um, there's a central structure um, uh, that's like three stories high, uh, but but kind of wide and very spread out and a couple dozen ancillary buildings uh, dotted out throughout this landscape. Uh, and it there seems to be, you know, couple hundred people seem to be just sort of milling around, walking along the paths, uh, tending to the gardens. Um, it seems to be a pretty open and available space. You know, there's a there's a basic sort of like security check-in uh, when you guys get off the, the train, but it's not very intuitive. Like they don't ask for your information or anything. They just kind of like ask you to step through a scanner that picks up weapons or anything like that. Uh, yeah, I've activated the cyclone well before we got here. Okay, so you have your cyclone. How uh, yeah. how 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 large are you locked down? What do you mean? Like, because you can set, but you can be like, do you just oh, okay. want? Do you just want yourself to look like a neutral? Yep. All right. So yeah, that I'm uh, just some guy. You're just some guy. So you you have sort of you've sort of regressed yourself back to a couple of nights ago and and reset your side. So yeah, you uh, for as far as you know. You have set yourself to being imperceptible as anything other than a neutral. So before we come in here, I just want to remind you that, like, my dad doesn't have sway here. So if we get in trouble, we're going to totally have to be able to get ourselves out of it. I mean, I'm not planning on starting a fight with anyone. Hopefully. Boring. Well, After the class, to to... we can go start a fight at a bar, all right? <laughs> Fine. Uh, yeah, so there's, like I said, there's a couple hundred people just sort of around uh, doing various tasks. Um, like I said, tending to the garden. Um, like there's a there's a, uh, a small area that has like people doing uh, some, what looks like a small self-defense class. Um, 
there is a area sort of little off the ways as you guys are scoping this place out a little off the ways that is has like a weird separation um, that has like telescopes and like uh, devices that are pointed towards the sky that have outputs uh, so that people can sort of examine uh, places out in space. Um, uh, uh, there is kind of this uh, rotating uh, thing that gives like uh, as the it's a, sort of a rotating uh, platform that gives like the best view of Earth at all times. Um, and yeah, it, it, it's there's not a lot of organized activity going on. The people who are here just seem to be here and are doing things of their own volition. You don't see like tour guides or people, you know, giving orders or anything. It just seems to be a very open ad hoc collective. I I look around to uh, see if I see like a table with some pamphlets or a reading room. So you think you might be psychic. Uh, yeah, you can absolutely find that. There's a, there's, um, uh, uh, you are sort of directed, like your agent picks up on sort of the local network, uh, and you are directed to, uh, you know, a, a reading room, uh, testing center, uh, <laughs> that will test people for latency, uh, if, if they want and has documentation, uh, on psionics and the, 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 the nature of the universe, um, there's a lot of like pamphlets and like basically there's like physical books and there's sort of like a local link that basically you can draw from their library uh, through your mini comp. Um, and yeah, there's a lot of resources for that. I will ask my agent to uh, look up things. I kind of will just give a few like I'll guess some keywords based on what I know so far. I mean, I know what biokinetics are, so mm-hmm. I'll ask her to look that look look up information on that for uh, that they have for new people or for you know people who are uh joining their organization and um also the clairsentient stuff i'm a little more probably don't really know as much about mm-hmm. uh yeah your agent, contact with that. yeah uh your agent starts to just draw down all of this information um that you know it's it's stuff that would probably take some digging if you were just on the yeah. main main op net but it's freely available here uh, it's just, you know, it's sort of a point of access. And also, can you check on, like, the wider opnet to see if this place might be a cult? <laughs> Do you have to ask that question? No, no, you know, I don't say that out loud. I probably, like, have a way to mumble, too, you know, do, like, <laughs> some vocalization to talk to her. But, uh, <laughs> though, I guess if we're standing really close, you might still hear me. Like, I mean, I just want to hear if there's any, like, horror stories that other people, like, yeah, obviously it's kind of a cult, but, <laughs> you know... Is it like one of those scary ones on old Earth that wouldn't let you leave, or more just like one that tries to tell you what to do all the time? All I'm saying is, look, you mean to tell me that the like goody two shoes organization that's just out here offering free stuff everywhere and totally looks wholesome and pure and the epitome of we live in the sunny side. Frankie, have you ever tried to charge cover for one of, for one of your shows? I'm just saying we might not be the only people who who part- we're not the only collectives in town. I'm just saying I don't trust them. They yeah, look I mean, too wholesome. That usually means they're hiding shit. Who isn't? 
Um, yeah, I mean, you you have your agent. It, it's drawing down all of this information. <laughs> yeah. uh, and you look up, like, ISRA occult or troubling stories. Um, yeah, ISRA horror stories. Why I left that. Um, you get the, 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 the most... Um, give me a humanities role. With sure. your with your bio comp as uh, your mini comp as, as uh, enhancement. Two tens. Uh, three plus the one from the bio comp, so four. So you get looking for the horror stories gives you a mixed a bag of, of of results. The most of them are sourced from the FSA. How can we trust these people? What do they know? Are they watching you? How do, like wh what about privacy? Like how can we trust an organization that can can spy on us and we and and we can't spy on them? Um, you know, it's a lot of lot of that. Uh, you kind of swipe past that. Uh, you know, it is it is. There's a grain of like, yeah, they do have a lot of power and they can surveil pretty much anything anywhere. Um, but this is clearly through yeah. the lens of propaganda, uh, and you get through sort of the more personal stories of like there's this like uh, like the can people leave uh and you get a couple of personal stories of like yeah i wanted to leave the isra i i uh gave my intentions uh, to leave um and they didn't have any problem with it they absolutely understood um <laughs> but at the same time i still keep running into them and you know they're you know, they always seem to be whenever I need help or whenever, you know, things are going wrong, it's never hard to find one of them very close by. Uh, but, you know, is it ominous or wholesome? I don't it, know. Yeah, exactly. And there's a lot of people who are all like, uh, yeah, they helped me, but I wasn't asking for help. They just showed up and, and yeah, sure. It probably saved my life that they did that. Um, but. I, I didn't want them to be in my sphere of influence, but, you know, and like, you know, they keep probing like this one guy who's, who's like kind of paranoid against being, uh, you know, about psych, psych powers in general. It's like, I get a call from them every other month to take, to, to come in for, for further testing. And, you know, uh, you know, Hey, maybe if the ISRA isn't right for you, you might be good in the, in the Norsa. Like they're really pushing me to get triggered in the Prometheus chamber. And I just don't want to. So it's, I do. I will. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. So yeah, it, it's it is kind of hard to determine. Like, where is the is there is this nefarious or is this just the nature of them being what they are, uh, what and having good intentions but being yeah. a little overbearing and a little creepy with the fact that they seem to know everything about anyone. I mean, I do show Frankie some of them. What the complaints look like they're FSA complaints. So yeah. Hmm. Means they can't be all bad. They're worth a wad of shit. Exactly. I will, uh, as we're walking past. Do you think uh, I have latency? You know, I was about I... to ask you if you ever got tested. No. Go do it right now. Maybe we can meet somebody in line. Hmm. It would be a great way to be able to have information about this place. Yeah. Why don't we, Why don't you get tested? I'm obviously going to refrain. Uh, yeah, okay. there's, there, there's a, there is a short line uh, because there are people here who are getting latency tested, uh, but you can put your name in and and get tested if you want. 
Sure. I will, she will take one for the team and be the point of contact for this place. Uh, and get tested. And, like, she really wants to have latency powers. So, like, I don't know if there's something she can use to influence it, but she totally is. Um... Unfortunately, you are a talent, uh, and out of play, I will let you know that that shuts you off from being psychically latent. Uh, but you could, I will say, if you want to throw some dramatic editing to make some things interesting as a part of this uh, this uh, latency, I could see some interesting <laughs> results show up. Uh, sure. How does one do that? Uh, so basically, like, in this instance, I would say you would spend one inspiration to say that, like, there's an anomalous reading or something in, like, it won't read that you're latent, but you can you can basically say it'll pick something up and it'll, it'll, sure. it'll attract some attention. Mm. Yes. Perfect. Uh, okay. So about 15 minutes later, your name comes up on the queue. Uh, and there is a sort of a little out-of-the-way um, testing zone uh, where they, they hook you up to a biomonitor, uh, and uh, they run a basic test. There's a, a, uh, it takes a small, uh, like, pinprick blood sample uh, uh, and runs through the process, um, and it runs through the if process. They put a couple... me through CODIS, and they get a hit back, then I'm a criminal. It's not my fault. Uh, there doesn't seem to be anything like that. This is a very this is a medical procedure, uh, and they're not they're not at this point they're not like getting personal information. Like they <laughs> there's an opportunity to get put in personal inf inf information, but they do not make you do it. Um, nah. But like yeah, the test runs a couple of times. This is an, this is an automated procedure. There's like an attendant who is monitoring like five other stations, um, and like you're sitting in the testing center and you're seeing people go by. And coming in and like, by the time you've seen three pe three different people go into the testing center in the time that you've been in one, uh, in this one, something seems to be a little off. And eventually someone comes into the station and says, uh, uh, hello, miss. Um, uh, I think we're going to stop the procedure now. Uh, we're getting some anomalous reading. It does not look like we're detecting latency. Um, but... Uh, there are some interesting readings that we're getting. Uh, would you mind uh, coming with me and we'll have a, a little conversation and maybe look a little bit into your destiny and see what might these readings might in, uh, might mean? Uh, sure. As long as my partner can come. Uh, they look over to you and says like, oh, absolutely. Uh, I'll... Uh, 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 were you interested in testing today, or uh, oh, I've already here's... been tested, unfortunately? But uh, here, supporting my friend. Excellent. Of course, you can come along. Absolutely. Uh, nothing informal, you know. And it's very informal. It's just something that we go. Um, come with me, please. And uh, while we're doing this, I want to activate the site, the basic clear sentient power. Okay. Uh, yeah. Give me a psi plus clear sentient power uh, roll. One success. Um, yeah, you pick up this person clearly detects as a scion um, uh, and is primary mode clairsentient. 
uh, uh, it is very obvious oh to everyone the moment that they say that they're not picking up any latency and Frankie, she, it literally, it like hits her in her chest. She does not take that well, but she just kind of smiles through it. Uh, anyway, so they lead you off to another building. Uh, it's a very sort of like, it's kind of like an office building, but not like cubicles or anything. It's just like, it's like a dozen or so little conversation pit areas. Uh, and they lead you into one of these these uh, open office uh, areas and lead you to some couches and says, yeah, we just picked up some things uh, that indicate that you might have some an interesting future. Uh, and with your consent, I'd like to focus and maybe see if we can determine anything that might be helpful for you, that might be a, a way of guiding you towards a, a, a good future. She kind of glances over at Hannah and then kind of looks back at the woman. She's like, uh, sure, I guess. Sure thing. Great. Excellent. Uh, just sit there. Um, I might, um, I might give you some prompts here and there, but this is mostly a, a thing that I'm going to be doing internally. I just wanted to get away from, uh, get away from the crowd so that we have a clearer picture. Uh, and she begins to sort of focus. She sort of hums to herself a little bit. Uh, you can tell she's like doing like some mnemonic tricks to sort of get her into a headspace. Uh, yeah, she... I'm watching her very closely this whole time to try to. Yeah, you're you're picking up some things. Yeah, uh, and she just sort of focuses for a good while and says, Uh, now, I, I noticed that you didn't enter in your personal information, and that's totally fine. Uh, you don't have to tell me who you are or anything like that, but is there something I can refer to you by? Valentine. Valentine. Fantastic. My stage name. Huh, excellent. Oh, you're a performer? Yes. Good. That explains some of the bright lights and, uh, and cheering noises that I heard. Um, but yes, no, so... You definitely have a, a special trajectory, as far as I can tell you. There, there are great things ahead of you, but it's kind of, it's kind of strange, actually. Your, your potential is so vast. Um, it's like you could do anything you want. Um, you hear me mutter, "All right, mom." <laughs> <laughs> uh, and she, she, she says, "Like, I'm not being." Um, I'm not being facetious here. I'm not uh, not patronizing uh, either of you. I apologize. Uh, no, no, it's understandable. It's fantastic. I get their direction quite a lot. Understand, I don't know you. Uh, I have, I mean, while I do care for you in a, in a sense that we're both, we're all human, we're all connected to the human community, um, you know, I don't have a vested interest in, in your life and in, in, in anything, so I'm, I'm not here to patronize you. I'm just saying that most people who 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 we can see a future for uh, have some very clear guideposts, uh, some places where you can go to. Your potential is so wide and and breadth that there's not much that I can guide you toward. It's very interesting, actually. All I can say is that you seem to have a wind behind your back, and wherever you want to go. The totality is at your back. And of course, we here at ISRA 
are here to help uh, in any endeavor that you may wish. Um, we can always point you in a direction if you have like specific goals that you want to discuss or anything. But you have you have a very interesting future, I think. I think you're going to be someone to watch. Huh. Not what I expected coming here. <laughs> uh, well, we, we try to surprise. But anyway, um, we're going to be having a feast later. Uh, you're, of course, welcome to stay. Uh, I'm sorry that you didn't uh, get the latency results that you wanted, but I think that no matter what happens to you in the future, you're going to live a very interesting life. Can I ask you a question? By all means. How'd you come to uh, work here? What's it like? How'd, how'd you come into this path of uh, helping guide others? I, um, I used to live uh, down on Terra. Uh, I lived uh, on the outskirts of, of Levisure, uh, of France, the, the sort of the devastated region there. Uh, and, you know, it was, it was hard to survive there, but um, uh, a team of, uh, of Vitacanasis uh, from the Esculpian Order came to help my village. Uh, and while they were patching up some injuries, one of them told me that they sensed that I was latent uh, and filtered me through some systems and eventually it was determined that I had a strong clairsentient proclivity uh, and I was uh, led here to the moon and triggered in there Prometheus chamber and I've been working with the ISRA ever since. Um, it's sort of a happenstance meeting that turned to, to a, a new life. So like can you see like futures of anybody you look at? I get a sense of things, yes. I mean, I can focus on people's future. Um, it's very hard to describe um, the, 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 the third eye. Um, senses come in different ways for different people, for different situations. Um, uh, we do have techniques for filtering those out, interpreting the visions. I believe we have a class uh, later, uh, which, you know, Mostly for clairsentience, but neutrals can benefit from the meditations. Um, of course, you're, you're welcome to attend. Everything's open here. Okay. That sounds interesting. I think we'll stick around. Great, great. Glad to hear it. Um, in the meantime, um, she kind of leans back a little bit and says, We are getting a feast ready. Could, could I maybe ask the two of you to help in the kitchens to get it ready? Yeah, all right, yeah. Excellent, great. I mean, it's not necessary, you know, we don't ask for uh, donations for our services, but we believe that service and uh, helping out uh, in, a, in a mutual way is beneficial for, for everything. But if you, yeah, um, she... Uh, sure. She brings up <laughs> her mini comp and, so, and uh, taps some things and sends you over some directions. Like, this will take you to the kitchens, and I've, uh, I've tagged the two of you for... Uh, for a shift uh, working there, uh, and it would be greatly appreciated. Pleasure meeting you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank and, you. Uh, and she's kind of like, she puts a hand on each of your shoulders and say, may the totality guide you. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> well, once we're on, she sure says all those words I like. Oh, boy. You signed me up for kitchen detail. Are you going to make me clean kitchen? I signed dishes? me up for kitchen detail. No, nah, you don't have. I'm, I don't think they're going to send the cops after you if you ditch out on it. I just thought it might be a good chance to. I'm not going to leave you alone. The end of working for the place. 
Oh, why do you have to make sense? One of us has to. <laughs> Thank you for going through that. No, it's cool. It's disappointing you know, that I'm not cool, but cool. I mean, my own I never... I hey, Scott, Syads don't necessarily show up as latent either if they were tested before, or do they? Um, it depends. Uh, no, latent, I latent... mentioned them might have been, but... You, yeah, latency is an interesting thing. Uh, you can become latent uh, in, in, in the course of your life. You're not necessarily born of it. I mean, if you had been tested before, um, uh, it would very likely detect you as late, latent, given that you ah. have the, the psychic inherent psychic potential. Yeah. But it's possible that you could have gotten a false report or that your latency hadn't developed at the time that you were tested. It's not an exact science. Oh, I mean, well, I'm sorry, Frankie. I mean, you never know what the future may hold, though. She said you have all yeah. the potential in the world. Whatever that means. I think it means she couldn't figure you out. Oh, I take it as a compliment. Couldn't figure me out or the fact that my future is going to be so volatile, we can't tell what it is right now. I've been to parties with you. That seems about right. Ah. <sighs> Figures. I really don't. Do I have to put my hands in dish water? They make my Look, hands tell you what, I'll go. Me. I didn't really answer for both of us, just for me. So no, I'm I gonna go. go. Well, look, we'll try to get you on like onion chopping duty or something. Ugh, make everybody cry. Ugh. Fine, whatever. I'm supposed to be good natured about this anyway. Yes, let's go help people. <laughs> All right. So you guys head over to the kitchen area. Uh, it's a, it's a sort of a, another sort of, it's under a big canopy, um, that's under this dome, uh, and it's a very big open air, uh, there's probably about 50 people here, all, uh, working in tandem, uh, people seem to have, like, stations for doing things, um, uh, and they sort of look at you and filter to you, um, uh, and, uh, they point to you. Uh, Valentine, and they say, uh, if you could go here, uh, to the portioning station. Sure. Great, fantastic, and, like, you, you go and you meet up with the person who just, like, all right, each plate gets one ladle of that, one portion of that, uh, piece of this roti, um, just put the plate together and put it on the conveyor. Uh, Frankie does this, and in her mind, she's just like, what does my life come to? I'm in a soup <laughs> kitchen. My father would kill me right now if he saw me in a soup kitchen. <laughs> Just like in her head, like, what am I doing? But she uh, does it. <laughs> Just, she's uh, like, what the fuck? Uh, and uh, Hannah, so the same person sort of looks to you and says, um, uh, kind of looks at you for a second, squints a little bit and says, come with me. Uh, and they lead you over to, um, like these big vats of, of cooking like lentils and, and soy. Um, and says, um, uh, what I'd like you to do is just uh, every minute or so, take a little portion from uh, these cooking pots and just check them for seasoning. And then she looks at, she, she, uh, she looks over to this big rack of, of like a hundred spices, like in big, uh, in big plastic jugs and just add what feels right. All right. Can do. Of course they know I love cooking. <laughs> uh, 
yeah, so over about a, the course of about an hour, uh, you guys um, help with dinner, uh, get dinner together. And like you're seeing like people are sort of filtering in uh, uh, out in the, the, the outer garden area. Uh, you know, plates are starting to get get distributed, and it is a big communal dinner. Um, and other people working there work like a well uh, a well oiled machine to like get plates out, get plates back, put them in a quick wash cycle. Um, and like you think that they feed maybe about a thousand people uh, in the course of this this like couple hours of dinner. And of course, you guys are given uh, time to step away and, and get some food in you, and it's very good. Like it's like you like based on the garden, like the the capacity of the garden and like the the ingredients that you're seeing there. This is mostly like organic, naturally produced food. Uh, it is vegetarian uh, in nature, uh, but it is wholesome filling. And you hear a couple of people say, "Oh." The portions were great, and oh, this was seasoned better than last time. I nod proudly. <laughs> I did that. I say that, Frankie. I mean, you did good. I told you you're a good cook. You should listen to me more often. As long as you're complimenting me, I reckon I will. <laughs> well, <laughs> uh, yeah. I mean, it. it so. everything just seems to, to to run perfectly, and like over a thousand people get fed. I mean, this is really great and all. As much as I want to, like, be really sus of them, I'm still very sus of them. I don't want that to make any, you know. But this is really cool of them. I have Sunny to agree. Fires. This is very pleasant. Uh, so, yeah. So, dinner ends. Uh, you know, all the plates. Like, there's not a lot of cleanup because a lot of cleanup happened as a result of sort of the, the cycling of things. But the final cleanup uh, gets done. Uh, and, you know, people are starting to, a lot of, most of the people leave because, you know, this is, uh, their big meal. Uh, you, you recognize some people from downside, uh, who kind of came up to do this. Um, mm. uh, you know, you, there's always been advertisements of, you know, every night at 7 PM, there's a free meal for anyone who comes. Um, so this is the thing that you've known about, uh, cause they don't, they don't hide the fact that they feed people. Um, of course not. Uh, but yeah, so that all gets cleaned up, and then eventually you start seeing, you know, as a as the moon rotates away from the sun, uh, you know, the the artificial lights start to come on, uh, and uh, people start going on to different parts of the complex. Uh, you get uh, a, a notification that the class will where the class is going to be. Yep. Well. Well, I guess it's time. Um, yeah, so you guys had, this actually leads you into the main structure, uh, where, uh, it is laid out more like a, more like a school than anything else. A bunch of large classrooms, uh, you know, there's obviously like an administrative section, uh, but there's a lot of like classrooms and work, work areas and like banks of, uh, banks of, of computer, like free use computers and, and other technology, uh, and you guys follow your directions into the class, uh, and it is kind of a very open, kind of circular room uh, that has a lot of different, like, little poofs that you can sit on. Um, I look around to see what the other people who are attending, like, 
Are they older? Are they our age? Are they uh, a lot it, of different kinds of folks? It is a mix of people. Uh, it is. Um, there's not a lot of people in this class. There's maybe about 20 people total here. Um, uh, and uh, you get a sense um, about half of them, as far as you can tell with your, your basic psychic senses, you feel them like psychically resonating just as they sort of get closer together and like in the same place, you feel about half of these people must be scions. There's so many of them. <laughs> I was broken. Yeah. I don't know. Well, <laughs> what? You getting shy now? No, just, I don't know. Wasn't really sure what I was expecting. I will ask my agent to record everything that happens. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, she says, uh, I can I can tap into a, they, there's a public camera feed that I can tap into. Uh, yes, and I can record it from that. So, yes, thank you. So an older man comes in eventually uh, and uh, looks around, like kind of like looks around, sort of acknowledges the people that he clearly knows. Um, and then looks to uh, the like the other half of the people, um, nods to some of them that he probably knows a little bit less until eventually comes to the two of you and says, "Oh, new faces." Uh, Howdy. My, my name is uh, my na name is uh, Eric Sean. Uh, I am a teacher of this class and kind of looks at the two of you and says, "I I don't believe that either of you are a." Uh, Amongst the psionically gifted, but of course this class is open to neutrals. Um, by all means, take a seat, and we can begin shortly. Thanks. I find a poof. Take us to bring us to a poof near the back of the room. And Valentine on the way over is like, man, rub it in that I'm not freaking psychic. Why don't you, Jesus? <laughs> it's uh, like, ah. I'm, I'm sorry. Uh, so yeah, so fine. So not jealous. So there's not a lot of like, you get the sense that this class is not so much like uh, intro to this. This is like more mm -hmm. of a workshop than anything. Um, but he does start with, you know, leading into some basic meditation techniques, um, uh, going into things. And then he sort of like gets into more like exercises. He's like, focus on this. Uh, consider this period of time. Uh, consider um, consider the, the flow of time and probability. Um, focus on the Esperanza crash that occurred a few years ago. Think on that. Think about that, that terrible incident of the past and feel how it resonates even still to this day. Um, uh, he just basically like does some like combination of guided meditation and and like prompts of times and locations and events that he see at least according to him has some still resonates out through the time uh, of the pneumatic totality i will uh at first i'll kind of be dividing my attention between trying to follow the meditation stuff and uh watching the other people in the class especially the people who i kind of clocked as other as a as as Claire Sentience, probably mm -hmm. psionics, but uh, after a while, I'll get into it. Okay. Yeah, I mean, they... Ev alarming. Yeah, everyone here seems to, like, get into the flow pretty quickly. 
Um, you know, the neutrals are, are there. Like, you know, you definitely, like Frankie, you can experience this. Yeah, the, the meditation techniques are very, you know, very well thought out, very effective if you if you practice them. Uh, but once they start talking about like time flows and, and significant events and like focusing attentions on things that are not in this particular room and not in this particular time, mm -hmm. it's easy to get lost. Oh yeah, no, Frankie was probably lost two steps in, but she's <laughs> she's respectful. Mm -hmm. She's not gonna start causing a scene or leave in the middle of the class, but <laughs> yeah, she is she is checked out. I appreciate probably. your sacrifice. <laughs> like definitely checked out, probably checking out somebody else's ass. Mm -hmm. Uh or just like eye candy, eye candy. Like you're talking about different times. I'm lost. So She's kind of like the kid, that bad kid in class. You know they're off task, but they're not being obtrusive about being off task. Uh, okay, so uh, what I'd like for you to do, Hannah, is I this to to use this ability. This is an ability that is offered up in Prometheus Unbound. Um, okay. uh, what you do is you first roll culture plus composure. successes okay um uh and all right so you have a uh, a pool of uh to cure points uh which can be used uh, for various effects but while you have this pool active uh, you can roll a psi plus integrity roll uh and try and focus on like uh, the way this works is you give me a question or a thing that you're trying to get more information out of, and I will set the difficulty of this role based on what question you're you're asking for. Um, well, well, I'm very like concerned. Like, I came here more worried about like, or more uh, thinking about what. Uh, with all this means for me, I'm kind of beguiled by this place, mm -hmm. despite my natural paranoia and Frankie's as well. So uh, I think my first question is going to be, uh, are these, is this place for real? Are these guys really this nice? Because I really like them. Okay. Yeah. So you're just asking, like, is this legit? Is this is this yeah. a real place? <laughs> yeah. um, is, this, is this really what this is? Because I'm okay. digging it. Um, give me a Psy plus integrity roll. Hey, we have momentum. You should use some. Yeah. I can use that to give myself extra um, enhancement. Yeah. Is that okay? Um, yeah, you know, you, you give that to give yourself extra dice on a one-for-one -one basis. Okay. Uh, mind if I give myself an extra die? Go for it. You got plenty, and we're about to finish, so. All right, then I'll give myself three extra dice. Yeah, that was a 10. Uh, that is four successes total. Okay. So you focus on this. You focus on the ISRA. Like, how real is it? And you... You hearken back to your, your initial experience. Like, you, you you find yourself sort of surrounded by the waters of the pools of the, the Muzzian uh, bank show. And you realize that you are in... You are in a great system of water. Uh, it is a system that is calm at the center uh, and um, 
free and unconstrained. Um, but as you get towards the edge of things, uh, there are people and forces and natural currents that will take you away from the calm center and send you out into where the waters are rougher and where things are more dangerous. And you may or may not come back from those rough waters, um, but nothing is pushing you out there other than the fact that at some, you get the sensation that there's this system of watching and guidance and if you allow yourself to immerse into this current, you may find yourself pushed into rougher waters. Um, following with that, I think I will ask another question of uh, how will I recognize what kind of forces might be uh, my my might push me into this into this kind of danger, or or at least into this kind of uh, <clears throat> turbulence. Um. Yeah, you look and you see, like you focus back on on the center, and you see, um, you know, the people standing on little islands, uh, with little paddles, and um, and you see people like, you see these like people that are slightly above the, the, the water standing on little islands um, that, you know, look out and guide the current uh, and, and never, like, push someone directly with a paddle, but shape the current so that they tend to guide in that direction. Um, you think that these are the people who... These are the people who can manipulate the flow, uh, who can see things, see where things are going, and attempt to push things in ways that they might not naturally go. All right. Um, if I have any more, I guess my last question is, like, do I think I'd be able to fight the current if I find myself pushed in such a direction before it's too late? Do I have much control if they decide to uh, try to guide uh, some of the water I happen to be in? Um, you're you you sort of think about that, and you 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 see you see someone uh, who's beginning to move out to to rougher waters, um, and you know starting to swim against the current uh, and trying to come back into the the calmer calmer area. And it's a struggle, you see. Uh, it's never clear whether or not they're fully able to escape the pull and the tug. But they do fight against it. And there's no one there actively pushing them out to, the, to dangerous waters. All right. So uh, the class ends. Uh, and you have a basic grasp on this technique, this Dekir. Um, like you, you, you understand its its utility. Uh, you know, it's obviously a thing. There's a reason why people keep coming back to this class to get a, a firmer understanding of mm -hmm. it. 
but you think you could do this on your own. Uh, you definitely know that like doing this thing, that, that it's better to do this thing in a calm environment. It's better to do <laughs> right. it, when, you know, not when, you know, people are, are doing a bunch of crazy shit. Um, but you also like it. They also talk about it, about using this to cure to uh, cancel out distractions is a thing that you can do. Um, but that's a little more. They didn't really go much into that because they didn't specifically teach you that because they didn't know that you were a close attention. Um, right. But yeah, so that the class ends, uh, the people just sort of head out. Uh, no one seems to be the wiser about why you were there or what you were doing. Uh, so you are. Uh, no one asks you to leave, but it's clear that you know there's not there's not any open activities going on currently. Right. Well, it's clear it's time to go. Yeah, yeah. it's pretty good. It's time to go. Let's so, get out of here, Frankie. <laughs> um, Thanks for joining me. <laughs> so, yeah, you guys start to head out. Um, and um, as you are sort of checking your, your mini comps, uh, checking your messages, uh, you both see that you get a message from Narwhal uh, of, uh, like, you see that you have, you've got a couple of messages from, from Narwhal, uh, like, checking in. Uh, asking you where you guys are, uh, asking if you've seen uh, Mycelian, uh, and uh, you also notice that you haven't gotten a check-in for Mycelian. Like, you don't know where he, he they have gone. Um, you, there's no check-in from them at all. Uh, and, you know, clearly uh, Narwhal has tried to get into contact with them and has had no success. Huh. Um, All right. Yeah, I guess we should meet Aspen Normal maybe to meet back at my place and uh, we can figure out how to get in touch with my silly and see what happened to him. All right. Hurrying. So, so, yeah, you send that message out to Narwhal and start heading back to your place. And that is where we're going to end it for this particular <laughs> session. Uh, hopefully, we'll have more of our players next time. Uh, but, real quick, let's look to the XP. Bring up that page. Advancement page. Uh, did everyone have fun tonight? Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Kind of a low-key session just because we didn't have as many people. Uh, but hopefully you guys learned some stuff and figured some stuff out. <laughs> Thanks for... <laughs> Thanks for coming to the Scientology Center with me. Yeah, it's it's kind of that, but they're a lot less evil. Than yeah. Scientology. Just, just a lot less evil. It's cool. Frankie's just the whole time, I'm not special. Damn it. Oh, you're special. I'm always oh. supposed oh. to be special. Don't they know that who my dad is? I'm supposed to be special. <laughs> Okay. So I right. definitely got one of my aspirations. Okay. So uh, did any player achieve their short-term aspirations for their character? I got one. I okay. got determined so get, my side abilities. Right. So you get one side then. Uh, so uh, Frankie, you, you did not? Nope. All right. Mm -hmm. Anybody achieve a long-term uh, mm -hmm. motivation? Uh, okay. Uh, and players spent half the available momentum in a single scene. I think you did actually do that. So you both get one. Uh, and unfortunately, I don't think we received a story or a milestone. 
XP. So we'll leave it at that. All right. Well, thank you two for playing. Uh, thank you all out there for watching. Uh, if you want to check out the show uh, later, it's on the YouTube channel of Simulacra TV. If you'd like to support the show, you can go to patreon.com slash Simulacra Studios, uh, where you will see character sheets and notes and tidbits from the game, uh, as well as several other things, and access to our Discord, uh, where you can chat with people. Uh, so, like me. Like the two of them, if you so desire. <laughs> um, so, uh, do either of you have anything you'd want to plug before we head out for the evening? Uh, not yet. I probably will next time we meet, though. Oh, fantastic. Good to know. All right. Well, we will see everyone in two weeks. Thank you for watching.